0: You're listening to Spawn on Me on ESN.fm. Welcome everybody to the Spawn of Me Podcast. This is episode 81. I'm your host, Khalifa Adams. I'm joined this week and every week with the best right fielder, the Ken Griffey Jr. of Bricago Cicero Holmes. How are you doing, sir? My name is Philly McRib. What? <laughs>
1: what the hell is Philly I'm,
0: McRib? I'm
1: your I'm your right fielder, Philly McRib. Catching <laughs> catching can of corns.
0: <laughs> th-
1: throwing out people from the wall oh eating God. mcribs see i should have never running nothing down because he's eating mcribs mcribs are back and all day breakfast is is here man mcdonald's is
0: amazing people are so Fat mad man that, problems people are so mad about <laughs> there being like full day breakfasts now there's oh, like is
1: mad about that what some, is wrong with your life what there, is
0: wrong with you there are some people who are real well look there were some this is this is when i think social justice goes wrong <laughs> is that there were some people who were really mad about all-day breakfast at McDonald's because they were like a whole bunch of stuff.
1: Wait a minute. Like, how do you get mad at choices? Like, you don't have to participate in the
0: choice. You just have the choice. I, I mean, I would have a – look, I think I think if you're going to eat breakfast, it should be at a hole-in-the-wall diner or it should be at IHOP or – Mm-hmm. Which is just as bad as McDonald's,
1: or or right, or Denny's. Or well, we if can't. you're white, we, well, you can, we can't go if, there. Right, <laughs> right. If you're white, you can go eat at Denny. Is that still a thing?
0: Is that still a thing? No, it's
1: not. It's not a thing. They've they've really they, Have they been contrite? you know like they really tried hard. To make sure that it wasn't a thing, they added chicken and waffles. Uh, oh God! <laughs> they be playing Drake when you go in there. Oh God! I don't even know. Be, I don't even know what to do now. What when are gonna you do? when you go when you come in, and the hostess points you at your seat, she whips the nays to point oh, to your seat. No. <laughs> she whips she whips you to your seat. And then when you're leaving, she nay nays you. Bye bye. Like.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> that is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. I was one, I was wondering why any time I went to the Denny's, they always sat me in the back. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to see the want to see the street. Right, <laughs> no, yeah. sit no. back here. Sit back here. <laughs> <laughs> you have to sit back there. Oh no. Yeah. But people yeah. were people were really upset. I, I the funny thing is about. Uh, breakfast all day. I think that that's less insidious than actually like having twenty four hour drive throughs. I think that actually is the thing <sighs> that bothers me when it comes to like fast food restaurants now, because I'm like, that's a hazard to the per- to the person who's like in the window at four o'clock in the morning because your punk ass needed a fucking hash brown. Well, like that's yeah, that mean, sucks. But
1: well, I mean, you gotta be able to soak up all that four loco you're drinking. Who the hell uh, is
0: drinking four locos, Cicero? Yo, yo. I'm in the Midwest. Are you serious? Pe-
1: people are still drinking four locos.
0: I mean, I, I thought that, that I thought like Red Bull ca- cannibalized most of that market, Monster and, and Red Bull. Well Destiny's taking up most of that subscription. Red Bull. Right, Bull's right, like right exactly together, But
1: Red Bull doesn't have alcohol in it.
0: Yo. Four loco is the devil.
1: I just I, I'm just going to put that out there right there. Oh so, God. you know, in, in Bricargo, we don't sell for, uh, for Locos. It, it, yeah. It's been outlawed. Taurine for, Taurine for, for, for bad, the ass. Yeah. Bad, bad taste. Bad taste. It's 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 a malted Red Bull. That's basically what it is. Malted okay. alcoholic Red Bull. That's it's horrible. That's when that's, you
0: know you have to pivot because yeah, that's gross. That's terrible. That's yeah, really terrible. It's, yeah,
1: it's terrible. What's not terrible? Is uh, the cat occupying the third chair? Word. He is br- 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 br, the minister of no finance, Mister Sharif Jackson. Sharif Jackson, how are you today, sir? I'm
2: doing good. I I, I appreciate the uh, Ken Griffey mention because he's a part of my favorite video for the past couple of uh, weeks. Is uh, everyone's favorite Seattle's own Macklemore's <laughs> uh, downtown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with my man Kumo cool D. Oh, what Melly Mel? How did I miss this? Yeah, it's it's uh so like his 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 latest song, you know, it's kind of a mix between old school rap and like old school kind of rock. So mm-hmm. like he has that minute rapping verses, and then it kind of goes into some singing. It's
0: really weird, but I like it because it's super weird. So did you just admit? On Spawn on me that you like a macklemore song
2: i do this yo yo i liked um god what was the other i don't remember but the song like before it got played a thousand times
0: the oh the uh, shop thrift song, shop thrift shop
2: yeah yeah i'm gonna pop some dogs. i think i think he's you know I don't have a problem with him, man. Like he, I don't have a problem. Like I don't he have a problem knows with him what he is. Either like I know a not,
1: lot of people don't like yeah, him. Um, he's not I've disrespectful. Some, yeah, I've, I've heard some interviews that he's done, and he's he the cats the cats all right, man. I
2: I feel like he gets it. Like he's like, yo, I'm a white dude. I'm gonna get more attention. Exactly. I'm in a space like uh, he doesn't act like he's above everybody or that he doesn't have a privilege in that sense. I don't know. I I I, I think he's, you know
0: I think he's alright. I just wish he didn't look like Doug. I mean, he didn't look like the character from Doug. <laughs> Doug funny. <laughs> he, 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 he he totally looks like that, that dude. He does.
1: He does have Doug funny hair.
2: That's why, like, he needs to make like a trap queen kind of song with with a patty. Uh, and- <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> i was riding with, 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 with my paddy <clears throat> my, my, my <clears throat> <laughs> when that happens that is the coming of the hip-hop apocalypse that right. that's when you know the hip-hop has folded itself into the time continuum and is now shitty
1: yeah
0: <laughs> okay I, I was a big fan of doug man. Sh- yeah.
2: shout out to the original nicktoons uh you know what I'm saying? D- Doug, Rugrats, and
0: Rent you know? a that was some good stuff. Right. Yeah, man, that was such. Oh my God, those were such uh, good times, man. Wow! Hear,
1: hear you two old basses go.
0: Anytime I hear that, Jay, that, that just makes me happy. It does dope. make me.
1: It, it. I mean, it is a happy song. That might. I might,
0: I might be the music break for in two weeks from now. We're we'll just right, right exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so uh, obligatory housekeeping. Um, you know, first and foremost, uh, sorry, we missed you guys last week. Uh, my fault. I was in a McRib stupor and, um, (laughs) and, uh, yeah. So we, you know, we missed the show. Like I had, uh, barbecue sauce all over my chin and I couldn't wake up and, uh, I missed, I missed showtime. Um, but, uh, you know, uh, sorry, we, we were gone, but we've come back with a vengeance. Um, and, but while we were gone, we may have been missed together in Spawn on Me on brocargo but brocargo was represented all over the internet last week. Um, if you didn't catch us on... Uh, The Press Row Podcast, talking about the NBA 2K16. We did the NBA 2K16 review roundup on uh, the Press Row Podcast. Uh, Check that out. Uh, Episode, I think it was 151 Mm -hmm. of the Press Row Podcast. Uh, Shout out to... Rich Grisham and and Brian Wiedey and TJ Lowerman and and all the guys over at uh, Press Row and Hit the Pass where you can find some of our writings and musings, as it were. Um, I have a story that's up right now. You guys can go check that out. Uh, And uh, our great captain made his second appearance on uh, the DLC podcast.
0: Yeah, it was great. I got to hang out with Jeff Kanata and Christian Spicer again and talk a whole bunch of stuff about video games and a whole bunch of different kinds of topics. So you can go check that out on 5x5 slash DLC and then you'll be able to see the episode. I think it was called No Man's Face is is the (laughs) name of that episode. We talked about No Man's Sky, if it's ever going to come out, blah, blah, blah. So shout out to Jeff and and Christian. Love you, dudes. You dudes are awesome. So thank you again for having me on
2: yeah yeah it was a great show definitely shout out to them word 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 so
1: yeah you two you two guys have been on dlc i haven't been on dlc maybe that's because uh when jeff was here on the show i was talking about how uh Luigi is the Black Mario brother. <laughs>
0: that would scare <laughs> most people off. Right. That would scare I got to keep it off.
1: I got to keep it 100.
0: I got to like, keep it real. At least at least your your the first name of your your the first letter of your name would fit into the name of the show. So then it would right, be exactly. easy it would be easy for Jeff to to add you. So Right. Yeah. Right. So maybe that'll happen in the in the not too distant future. So, yeah, right. <laughs> word. Um, oh, oh last last piece of house cleaning. Yeah. uh a, a housekeeping and house cleaning. I got glasses now.
1: Yeah, you got glasses,
0: Alice. Got I Got glasses. glasses. I'm not wearing them right now, but I have glasses. I, n- you I need. You look glasses. so
1: much better in glasses.
2: Yeah. Now n- now did it, did it take you a long time to pick frames and stuff? This is first time? Uh,
0: kind of because it's we- like I never n- noticed that my face is irregular and I so I get, so I get. Like I, I don't have a symmetrical face. Is it rectangular? Like what is, is it trapezoidal? <laughs> stop it's using, hourglass. Stop using math against me, Reef. Right. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! It's triggering. Math is triggering. It's um, <laughs> I can't even say anything after that. This made me really laugh. Um, it's uh, it, it just like what, like one side is a little bit higher, like my ear a little bit higher on one side than the other side. I guess when I was in my mama's belly, somebody was rubbing my belly real hard. And Let me find
1: head. out. My co-host is sloth.
0: I was gonna yo <laughs> second baby, <Ruth>. second. <laughs> second of all, I'm glad you said that because. Jill and I watched uh, The Goonies since we, so we, we, tra- we, trooped up to Astoria, Oregon. Oh, did you? Yeah, nice. we trooped up there with, when her parents were here this, uh, this past week and we went, uh, we were going to go by the house, but we remembered that they tarped off the whole house because mm. people would go into the yard and do the shuffle shuffle. Uh, the truffle shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> so they basically, they blocked it off and they were like, you can't come up here anymore. Uh, but we were in that part of the area. It's really pretty. It's a really nice part of the state. And it's weird because like watching the movie, you're like, oh my God, I've seen that rock. Like I can right. go with my <laughs> own fake doubloon and like match them up and be like, yo, I went there. That's pretty dope. So yeah. I
1: heard there's a dope arcade
0: in uh, in Astoria too. I have heard that. Yes, I have not seen it, but this cool stuff. I'm there. actually surprised that
2: they didn't try to monetize
0: that house and make it into a whole tourist thing. The weird thing was, so like really quickly before we move on, is the they uh, the family who bought it they, at first, were really excited about the whole prospect of it. But then the city, without them knowing it, made it kind of a tourist attraction and kind of routed people to their house without without letting them know. Oh, that sucks. And the part that sucked was, like, the woman who was there, uh, who, who who owned it, she basically put a sign in the yard and was like, there's a lot of people who have been really, really nice about us having this house. And we really appreciate the Goonies fans. There are many of you who are not nice. <laughs> Please stop coming to, to our yard. Together. Cause you see, cause people would like go up to their go up to their windows and like look in their house, and it's like their house. Oh they would like go gosh. on their porch and like go up and, and like do the truffle shuffle, and then go up to their window and like look inside their house when they're like doing normal life shit. So. They had they had to shut it down. They tarped it off and uh, they they kind of blocked people from going up into their own driveway and stuff. So it sucks because it's a really cool house just without the movie of being uh, being the touch touch touchstone touchstone. But it's really sucky for them because now they can't enjoy their life in their in a really pretty home. So (laughs) word, Uh, yeah, that's that's terrible. Yeah, anybody kind of turn up to my crib and do the shuffle shuffle, I will kick you. (laughs)
1: <laughs> now somebody's got to do it uh, yeah
0: somebody's got to do it <laughs> somebody's oh got to do it
1: Please i don't... nominate i nominate esper kid goku now that he lives in your area i don't know if you guys have gotten a chance to to kick it yet
0: not yet not yet he's still i think he's he just landed in the pn pnw yeah so yeah. we'll see we'll see yeah. you soon uh yeah esper kid
1: yeah no doubt no doubt uh so, um, yeah, there's no real good way to segue from this oh wait a minute i guess I guess this is a good way to segue from it um so we're speaking about people that have traveled great distances. This brother traveled a great distance from the to make his way to Chicago from the mid central from the central African nation of Cameroon. uh we have an interview with uh Modiba. Olivier, who created the game Orion Legacy of the Coryodon, which uh, the, is the, there's a Kickstarter campaign that's that's going on. It's I think maybe about another week. Um, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, and we really wanted to spotlight exactly what they're doing, and uh, and the game, and the game is fantastic. We were able to get him get him on the lines on the internet. And uh, we had a great conversation with him. So we want you guys to check it out.
0: So we have a really dope guest with us this week. Uh, I'm sure that you've seen it on all of our social media feeds. You've seen it on uh, places like Rock Paper Shotgun and most of the media outlets that show dope, dope, dope content. Um, I am so happy to say that we have on the show as a guest this week, Mediva Olovier, uh, who is the... um, the head of Kiro Games out of Cameroon, uh, who is better known for bringing the game that hopefully will be uh, uh, kickstarted in the next couple of days, Orion Legacy of the Kory Odon. How are you doing, Modiba? How is everything today? Uh, I am fine. Me and the team, we are
3: very hot. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I am nice. Yeah, I am fine. I am fine. Thanks for the invitation.
0: Oh of course. I mean we we we've hoped to be able to kind of talk to you and talk about uh, Orion for a while. Uh, I know that we have been super excited about what you're bringing to the table and your team. Um uh so I guess the first kind of question that I would like to ask I want to just get into it cuz I'm super excited is uh what you know what made you want to get into game design, you know, what you know who who is who is Madiba Olivier? Where where did you start off? Uh, in this long journey of, of becoming a game developer and, 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 and if you could tell the audience in our community uh, a little bit more about yourself.
3: Okay. All started a Dark night in Africa. So, no, okay. I will tell you. Um, in fact, uh, my story as a game designer started when I finished um, Final Fantasy VII for the sixth time. <laughs> uh, I was playing, you know, that last combat with Cloud and Sephiroth, and I started to ask myself, how will I, how will I have done this, uh, this gameplay? How will I have finished the story myself? And uh, when I played after, sometimes Metal Gear Solid One, and when I see um, Rex uh, get up, uh, you know, b- just before the final fight between. Uh, Solid Snake and Rex, when you get up, something tell me I want to make people feel something like that. And that's how I begin. Wow. I was uh, 16 at time. And you know, mm. there is a um, forum discussion on the a website there where I have um, 17. And I, post, uh, I have posted something where I say I will make one day the perfect RPG. So <laughs> when I see it now... Uh, because the reaction of the guys, are, yeah, yeah, you know, you are in Africa. No, you never, <laughs> never made it. They, they are not bad, but they are realistic. Right. Uh, that's why I'm someone who mm-hmm. love to break the realistic
0: wall. Nice, nice. Oh wow, nice. that's awesome. That's amazing.
1: Well, I, I, uh, I like the fact that you know, one of the reasons that we're really excited to have you on is exactly <clears throat> that spirit. Is is the the fact that that even though you have people around you who are realistic, you you say, you know what? I know I'm African. I know that we typically don't do game design here in Africa. But you know what? I'm going to be the one that does it. That's exactly why we want you here uh, to come to Bricargo, to talk to people in Burkago. Um How have the challenges been Starting the studio and and ramping things up to to get Orion off the off the off the ground. Uh,
3: it was really really epic. It is really epic. We are still in the battlefield, like I say with the guy. We are. Um, uh, if you see the, we, we have a picture with the team where we have this phrase: "We started this as, like, as a team. We will finish as a family." Uh, create Orion is pretty pretty hard, uh, interesting too, challenging because you have the same struggle that other studios find funds, find team, but you also have some typical local problem like electricity. This morning we have a shutdown and we said, oh, uh, better this morning than tonight because we have the show. (laughs) That's the kind of thing uh, when you see it on the making of it's pretty unique. Uh, when we started to raise fund too we had this um little barrier. The fact that people in the internet, because we raise funds uh, by internet too for our first investors right. at first they think that they thought that we are a scam a scrum I think scrum yes the uh, something with, with robbers on internet etc. Oh, because Africa oh, on internet has also this bad picture scam exactly Yeah. so when we send uh, investor files they say is it not an African scam again etc so that's what's pretty rough so right. when these people see where we are now they, they are I hope happy to see that it was not a scam after all
1: right right right
0: <laughs> absolutely absolutely so, so if you could tell folks, um, if you could tell them exactly what Orion is, tell if you could explain exactly um, what the game is based upon. You know, what are some of the mechanics? What is, what is some of the background of, of, of Orion and why you made it? Mm,
3: Orion is hard to me to explain quickly, <laughs> but I will try. Um, <laughs>
0: you have you have time. You can, okay, totally, okay. you can take some time. Okay,
3: so we can say that. Basically Orion is um 2D RPG, action RPG, uh based on the um, a little bit on the tales of gameplay, the whole one, you know, in 2D where you have this exploration phase and combat in side scrolling. But uh we decided to push the, the concept very far. If you see video you will see that we we are really far from just basic, an African tales of uh that's something pretty important because often when we started to explain the game, people think we just put African clothes on whole games, but that's not what we are doing. We are putting it into it our own signature, our own way to tell story right. um for example, in Orion, you will not have an RPG with a prophecy, with a chosen one, <laughs> with an elemental temple. No, we, hmm. we try a new way to, to tell the story with some classic effects, but uh, we are really trying to, to create something very new for gamers uh, all around the world. So Orion is that, an African fantasy action RPG for pure gamer. If you see the, um, the phrase under our logo, Gamer Spirit Design, it's something that's mean a lot for us.
1: What do, what do you say to the people that, um, because you, you know that this is coming, what do you say to the people that say, okay, well, that's great. That's a great game for Africans and for black people. Um, and, and, you know, but it's not a game for me. You you know you you were you know you really chose the word gamer and that's important that you, you know that you're able to say that it's for gamers. How do you get uh, white America, white Europeans, um, to look at this game and say and and say that it's for them as well? Mm,
3: what I will say is that you know we have not. Uh, coded um, in the there is no a code in the game who will check if you are black or white <laughs> when you will try the setup. Uh, at least I will ask again to the lead programmer. But uh, I, when the last time I checked, white people, uh, red people, yellow people can play the game. Right. And uh, what is pretty interesting is that even if the game has Majority of black character because it's set on an African fantasy. It's not a game versus white people. It's not a game only for black people. It's a game we right. try to, with the key tales that will be, we think, a new wave, a new kind of creation like there is the manga, there is the comics. Uh, we try to show to everyone how you can do universal uh, stories, universal games with African basis. You know, I have watched Spider-Man since years. I have watched uh, Star right. Wars. Uh, I played Metal Gear Solid, who is, uh, which is designed with a white hero by a Japanese guy. I d- ever, I don't, I didn't ever feel it like a problem. So I invite them to test the game. How gamers they are, not just to. To I think gamers are more than that. More than. I hope the gamer community in the world is uh, better than this kind of um, low consideration that there is black so I cannot play it. It will be very sad if the we have in the game sphere this kind of limit.
1: Right, right, exactly.
0: Yeah. I think one of the 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 standout and things that really brought Orion to to my um to my view, was the fact that you were telling these stories from uh, a perspective that we don't see hardly at all in the game space. You talked about some of the early influences in which you kind of got into playing games, into to thinking about design. And a lot of those were uh, from necessarily uh, an RPG or, or a JRPG, Japanese kind of um, sent, uh, sentiment. Uh, were there any... Um, uh, african influence, specifically people that you looked up to who were possibly in other fields that were maybe not game design uh, that were specifically African that, that kind of helped to form both the way that you kind of looked at making a studio, the way that you thought about going in the direction of your art, which is gorgeous, by the way. It's, it's one of the most beautiful games I've ever seen. Um, I'm just curious to see how, how the how the uh, thought processes kind of went for you as far as en- enveloping all these different sensibilities into the game that we see today.
3: Okay, um, in fact, I will tell you the recipe of the Kiro. We use the African story, the African myth, and we 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 do a little bit what Disney does with um, did with the Lion King. You see, you okay. take an African story, but you put it with the you you search the universal wisdom into it and also we have this um, interesting update today where we give a little making of on how we create universe we take a traditional house traditional uh, village in africa and we design it with the view of if africa get um if africa had 10,000 years without colonization, how it would be, it would have been. But the game is not even on her, it's just a reflection on, like science fiction does. You take science for today and you imagine that in uh, another planet, etc. That's what we do, but with African uh, culture. And something that will be very interesting too in the game is that, you know, Africa, we are in the center of the world when you see common world map. Uh, for a long time, we we were sad because we said, "Oh, we have been colonized; we have lost uh, something of our know, past, etc., etc." But the new generation thinks it's a um, it's a good point because, in fact, we understand everyone. We have this. Centered right. view of the stakes of the humanity, and that's something very rich we will try to show in the game. <clears throat> you see, so you will have this. You when you will play with Enzo, you will feel this sense to be in the middle of a lot of ideology uh, that are clashing around you, and where you must choose your 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 way and not lose yourself. That's uh, something. That I think will may inspire everyone because that's where we are. We are <clears throat> as humanity. We are now uh, in some kind of um, globalization. The the frontiers with internet are down. So the reflection that Oyon bring is this African view of what it takes be in the game for those who can read in the line. I hope this will not be the agenda that uh, we held yesterday.
0: Yeah, uh, that's that's kind of an amazing way to to frame all that. And I hope. Do you feel that that um, that reflection? I think you I think you just said a little bit of that is. Uh, both in the country that you're in and also the greater kind of viewpoint of lots of Africans now, uh, lots of young Africans now in the the continent? Uh, Yes, when I'm, you
3: know, I have this amazing chance like that, like I am one of the first game designers of the continent, we are invited in some business leadership sphere in the continent to exchange with others, um, young entrepreneurs, young leaders, and that's something we really talk about—the place in of Africa, as um, how do you call it? As a merger of everyone. You know, we have the um, this picture when we you see Africa as a model of humanity, Africa as a model of everyone. So. Yeah, it's it's really something important for African now. The fact that we have to define a way who, which will inspire everyone, because we have this lot of problems. If we manage to go out of it, then ever every man in the heart, American, Russian, etc., will be inspired by our way to do. For example, when you see our story right on. as a studio. When uh, we we do games without electricity, I hope that someone who is in struggle in New York, uh, dreaming about creating his video game, will will say that this guy are making it without electricity, so I can do it also myself. That's
1: something we want to, to give to
3: to the world.
0: Um, That's amazing. We
1: you know I I'm I'm looking at this game. Um, it, it, you know, like I said, it's, it's beautiful. The animation is, is amazing. Um, it's, it's very, it's very like the best parts of the Sega Genesis and, and the super NES, uh, in terms of the, you know, the games that were super crisp and clean looking and, and you have that, it's a crazy beat up style, but it is an RPG, all of these things are, are, you know, I mean, like, like it's all the, the chocolate and the peanut butter, all the good things that are, taste great together. Um, it, it's a fantastic game. We're in the final push. What do you have to say to people to, uh, you know, for Kickstarters, uh, people that are potentially listening and want to uh, support the game? Why is it important? Um, I
3: will say them to test the game because um, we have released a public demo with the Kickstarter. If they go on orionthegame.com, they can download the game and try it. I will ask them, try it, and if you don't love it, don't back it. But I think for now, 90% of the people who play the game like love it. White, black this is a game made by gamers for gamers, and this will bring you something very new. So that's why I, I will tell them. And also you will see in the, I think in three or four days, we will post a video showing how we started the game in 2003. So you will see the evolution of our vision as uh,
1: game creators. Nice, nice. That, it, you know, I don't know if there's ever been a perfect answer. That was the perfect answer. <laughs>
3: Thanks. It's coming from my heart. I am always sincere with that kind of thing. I think this is the best, (laughs) the only thing that brings us there, our sincerity. And if you test the game, you will feel it. We are not perfect yet. We still have some technical issues, like so every game designer in the world will start. But I think if you play, you will have fun. And beyond all the technical, uh, the fact to not see 3D, uh, the fact to not see the the characters work with um, 19,000 frames I <laughs> think the most principal thing of the game is to give you fun so I challenge everyone play Orion and if you don't have fun tell me
1: there it is wow
3: but if you are a troller leave this game <laughs> if you are just a troller leave, <laughs> leave my game alone <laughs> 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 There's always a hater some, somewhere some. in her. Then you say, "Okay, I will take the challenge." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: a, que- a question I have for you, Madiba, is: so you built this studio to make this game. Where did you find your other developers? Because you said that you know, develop uh, finding more developers in Cameroon, you know, has been fairly difficult because of just. The, the way that some of the infrastructure has worked and also you know game development is fairly new in that section of the world how did you come across so many awesome developers in in such a seemingly short amount of time
3: when we will finish this game I think we will make um, a movie or a book to 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 answer this Question, but what I can say is like uh, Kiro Games is like Mother Base. I have to kidnap them in the city. <laughs> no, in fact, um, <laughs> the thing is that there is. There were not. I was the only one game developer at the beginning of the studio in December, uh, two thousand and thirteen. I recruit talented artists. I recruit talented programmers for software. We have uh, artists art school there for paint for but i have to train them how you can uh, draw for game how you can program for game it took me uh, three months december to february uh, december 2013 to february 2014 we were we slept we slept at the studio everyone uh, Monday to Sunday to keep the, sh- the schedule because we have to learn and to give output for investors. So you can imagine the, the pressure. And you should also know that we have this great challenge to, we, we build our own engine, not Unity, not Unreal. We started with just the um, Xender framework and we coded our own engine because we want, we wanted something to, um, to give us the ability to do what we have in mind, and what you can see now with this dynamism in uh, gameplay and this ease um, facility to screening the the dialogues, when like you will see. So that's what, as a programmer, I am pretty f- proud of my team. As uh, I have made some infographic when I was alone. So when I see how my Artists now can give me backgrounds. I just give them the the main idea, and now they, they they give me something. It's pretty pretty amazing, and I'm very proud of my team.
1: Very nice. I mean, and and you should and you should be proud of your team. Uh, I got to play a little bit of it. I I played the demo. Um, you know, he's not lying, folks. The game is good. The game is is really good. It's fun. That's you know, which is the most important thing. It's fun. It's beautiful. And and uh, and it works. So uh, uh, you know, let's let's make sure that this game happens. What uh, what platforms were you thinking about bringing Ariane out on? Um,
3: we designed the game for PC at first. Okay, but uh, if the Kickstarter worked well, we will um, desi- We will port it on um, PlayStation Four and Xbox One. The publisher we have tell us that he can uh, make us do this with, you know, the Pro dev kit, etc. He has connection for that. Right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the game can be ported on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Mac, but for the moment, natively, is PC that uh, we based on the framework of Microsoft. Right. And uh, also, what
1: I can say
3: no that's 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 on
1: <laughs> you can you can you can tell us whatever whatever you want
3: ah okay yes okay okay it's it's re- something you must know is that uh, the um, the finish the game will finish if or wish if not we have the kickstarter the kickstarter is help to help us to polish the game to help us to get money for uh, possible voice acting if we, we think that we, maybe if we break the, 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 the stretch goals. Um, also, we want to have a little more time to polish it because if we have to release it with all the time that we have with our initial funds, it will be, uh, only focus on the main story. We will not have enough time to put, uh, side quest, etc. And we're saying that when people play the game, they will very like the potential. They will feel that like Enzo and Erin, because you play a couple, become very powerful and you don't have enough battle, you don't have enough story. And that's why we launched the Kickstarter. So people can be um, confident about the fact that they can pledge without uh, fear. Nice. They they have to just google us. They will see that we already have enough money to finish the game and we just want them to help us to polish it.
0: Nice. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um I wanted to ask you one other culture question uh, because I'm I'm so uh so excited to see that this very this very specifically African game is being made um in a time in which we see a lot of games where uh, characters who are African American and or African done by non-African companies or non-African studios don't necessarily get the cultural touchstones uh, done very well. They do them usually in kind of stereotypical fashion. Is there anything that you as a game developer or you as a studio would like to convey to the greater kind of gaming community about African culture through your game specifically or just in the ways that your characters are uh, kind of thought of in their backstory, or the way that they animate, or the way that they um, uh, uh, come across in your game, are there any any uh, cultural touch- touchstones or any uh, things that you want to specifically kind of get across uh, that is specifically African to to the rest of the gaming world?
3: Mm, I can say the, the 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 build of the the story. The the main challenge when we we're thinking about bringing the key hotels, that's how we define our way to create games, is that we have to analyze that when, for example, a Japanese creates something anime games, you can always feel the Hiroshima fear, what we call the Hiroshima fear in the game. You see, uh, many many creations from Japan have always the, the fear of a great explosion that's a kamehameha, the uh, ultimate Jutsu in Naruto, it's always something around the Great Explosion, if you see it well. When you see American games, it's sometimes all about uh, free the world with guns. Right. <laughs> a lot of guns to free the world. and um, <laughs> because that's something American know, free the world with guns. But also, when you see European games, European games, Uh, you will see that there is this uh, Catholic, um, this Christian Hmm. influence with um, uh, someone who saved the world versus bad gods or something like that. So we have to found our own African um, roof to also put some basis. But what is pretty interesting with uh, africa is that it is not a country it is a lot of country uh, and in each country it's, it's a lot of culture lot of tradition only in cameroon we have 2 right. 250 ethnics so you see when we we have to to imagine the way i will give you a little example in the game when you will find uh, someone who is die he is not buried into ground. He is posted in some sarcophage, but not as Egyptian way. Mm-hmm. We have these uh, tribes tribes there, his sow, the south, who put you in the um, virtuous position. Because they say that you, when you come on earth, you have this position in the the belly of your mother. So, uh, so you have to go like this. That's something you will see in the game, you see. And that's the kind of thing you can use to create a complete new world. And also in the narration, like I said, we have, for example, in Orion, the connection with the ancestors, that's something pretty common there. How someone is connected with the ancestor will, and uh, how what you are must be in accordance with what your ancestors want, or something like that and uh we designed the orionic energy on this uh, basis but we pushed the concept very far away because often someone said, but if a license store give everything to me why is my uh, free will etc so we designed it we adapted it and we research and we see that uh, the whole text on african culture already told about about that the fact that you have your own will and you must stay focused, and that, that's pretty deep, in fact, pretty deep how you, what you can do when you start to, 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 to use African bases to create things. Now, for the combat, to be honest, that's clear that we use a lot of uh, Japanese inspiration for the combat, but we try to give uh, the main character a very feline. If you see his movement, you will see that uh, we we didn't use um, rectical I do call it linear movement, like in karate, etc. We try to give the feeling that is pretty instinctive. When he give you a big punch, when he give a big punch, you can feel that it is not really martial art. It's something like a brawler in the street. Right, <laughs> that's right. something we want uh the 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 fights to have the thing that's is instinctive guy reacting in the in the heat of battle.
0: Right, right. So we have I have one quick last question that is that is not Orion based. Um and and what we mm-hmm. like to do on on our show is uh, talk about the games that we've been playing and the music that we've been listening to. Um, what are some, some games that you've been playing when you're not uh, making Orion, and what are some of the things that you're listening to uh, so that when we are playing your game, we have some 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 dope songs to listen to and, and to rock out with?
3: mm. When I'm not playing Orion, I play games like Metal Gear Solid Five. This is my drug. When <laughs> I back home the weekend now, <laughs> I I am turning mission into mission. I don't want it to finish. <laughs> uh, I am. Uh, we are all the, the the team is normal gamer. We play Street Fighter Four. When yes. the, it is the pause, everyone challenge everyone. Um, what we but uh, each time we we. We hear about a great game. We download the trailer and we see it. Everyone in the the main room of the studio, we see the game. But we only we not only see the picture. We not only see the we we try to to understand if how if we have, for example, the money, the the equipment of the guys would do that. We did that. Did we t- think about it? So we try to train our brains to think like the great, the, the, the better one. And uh, what I hear like music, I am pretty fan of Trey songs. <laughs> <laughs> I nice. love this guy, Trey songs. Uh, we have um, some uh, local tubes there, like the new one is coller la Petite. <laughs> in uh, in French, it's coller la Petite, but in, in English, it's um, how do you call it in English? is something like um dance close with the girl but in uh, some you know when you dance with a girl and you you really hug her very grinding very hot. <laughs> so that's a local hit now yes grinding the girl but the the guys he he put it in a way very funny <laughs> in fact if you understand french you will laugh and we ask him maybe if he can do an english version one day so we we hear this thing and in the game we try to do the, the, the mix of African basic music and epic nice. sound. So that's a little bit the Kiro music signature. If you hear the game, you will see that we use African instruments like Tam Tam, etc. with African tempo, but on mm-hmm. an epic way. The music during the the music during the first boss fight, the second one when you fight against your brother-in-law with your wife i invite uh, gamer to make pause and to listen it well you will see a little bit the kiro uh, sound con- concept
0: awesome awesome okay. so so before we let you go uh we want to shout out the Kickstarter, you're at, I believe, half of your goal. You have a goal of $45,372. bucks. you are at 26685 right now with 763 backers and 11 days to go. So by the time this this goes up, you'll have maybe a week or so left on your Kickstarter. Um, it, it, here's your chance to tell everyone why you want to, to buy Orion Legacy of the Cory O'Don. Here's your time. Tell everyone why they should buy your game
3: okay guys you should back our game uh because um i think we have a common passion i think um, everyone who always when we have these hard days when we have this um, hard thing in our life i am sure that everyone of my age every gamer of my age always Find inspiration when you play, for example, Metal Gear Solid 5. In the courts of Big Boss, there is something beyond the game that you can feel uh, when you have this fun moment where the time and space go down around you because you are focused on what you see on this screen and your girl in behind you and say, what, you don't have my time, etc." That's something <laughs> you will find when you will play Orion. And that's why I—that's something we want to provide you when you will play Orion. That's why we make games. We want you to feel that because of us. We want you to feel that because of our way to make games. And that's why we want you to back, to say to the world that you want it to happen.
0: So, So now you know that you are my favorite person on the planet. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> because you love Metal Gear as much as I love Metal Gear. So now uh, you're my yeah, favorite person right. on the planet
1: oh man
0: (laughs) (laughs) no this guy is a genius Kojima is a master (laughs) so so thank you so much Madiba we 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 are so excited for your game we are we're pushing and pulling all the strings that we possibly can to hopefully get your your game backed uh we're gonna be supporting it as much as we possibly can on the show in social media in every place that we possibly can um Thank you to everyone thanks. uh at your studio for making such an amazing game uh and we hope that uh everything turns out well we're 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 crossing our fingers for you. Thanks thanks
3: a lot for the invitation. Thanks a lot for this uh very lovely place in uh, spawn of me. I hope I will be invited uh some times again to be happy for the kick, be happy for the release of the game. And I think uh, I, it is not my
1: last time there. That is right. So thank you, thank you, everyone. All right. Well, uh, yeah. So uh, Madiba, I just—if people want to uh, get in, get in touch with you, uh, how can they do that? Do you have? Uh, do you guys have Twitter um, for for the studio and for yourself?
3: Yeah, yeah. We we have. You can follow us on Twitter at um, Kiro Games. Uh, myself, you can find me at Harobas Madiba Olivier. I'm not um, hard to find. You can find me on Facebook too. You can find uh, Kiro Games on Facebook, but Orion mostly. The the most part of our community on Facebook is on Orion. So follow us so we can exchange. If you have questions, if you have, don't hesitate to ask us. We we are there for that.
0: Awesome. Again, thank you so much for for rocking with us on Spawn on Me. We will definitely uh, have you back on. Uh, And if you're ever in the States, let us know. We'd love to hang out and and see if we can get together and and talk about games and Metal Gear again (laughs) and more Orion. Thanks.
3: Thanks.
1: (laughs)
0: Thanks. All right. Take take care, Madiba.
3: I will not forget that. Okay.
1: Uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed that interview it was, um, we really had a great time talking to him and as you can hear not only is the is the game great but one of the things that we want to make sure that that you know about uh, the people that that we represent or that we like to present to you is that he's a dope individual as well um, very insightful very funny um, and just just all around great guy.
0: Um, one of the things that I that I really had well, first of all, thank you so much, Madiba, for being on on with us yes, again, yes, uh, taking the time out of your busy, busy schedule to kind of uh, sit and hang out with us. Um, you know, this is stories like this and games like this are the reason why Spawn on Me is here. We we want to be able to kind of share amazing work from really inspirational people in the space and and mediva is like (laughs) if if you're not inspired after that conversation i have no words for you because Right. right because the the kind of trials and tribulations of making a game uh when you're when you're kind of uh leading the way uh for lots of people who who don't necessarily have those kinds of uh Ways to kind of make games in in Africa and in cameroon then you you're setting you're, you're setting the standard for what dope things are, are coming to pass so uh a beautiful game and i 'm super excited for it, and everyone should back this please spend yeah, your please, money please yes uh, put your money out there if you really want to see the space look different yeah. and be right. different and play different, then you should be doing that so right
1: exactly exactly and you, you know i mean there's there's so much there's so much there, so I mean, the game the game like we talked about. In the interview um the game has a very 16-bit sprite base like this just the best of all worlds in terms of in terms of sprite animation and the way everything is done and then these infused rpg elements into it um but just the the challenges of getting it to this point is is amazing the fact that you know i mean like electricity isn't isn't reliable I mean, that's crazy. Like, I mean, there's we can't even fathom what what that means. Like, oh, you know, sometimes there have been times when I couldn't fathom what electricity was like in my house because I didn't pay the bill. (laughs) But but, but, you know, I knew that once I paid that bill, I could have every light on in my house and everything, you know, that wouldn't be a problem. You know, I wasn't dealing with rolling blackouts or brownouts or, you know, or just limited power. I mean, that's crazy. And then to, you know, couple that with the fact that uh, here's a guy who is a game dev in a, you know, in a in a desert because there's no there's no one else around. There's no one for 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 whom he can mentor, um, you know, or from whom he can mentor. Uh, to say, oh, this is how you do things. This is how you do other stuff. And then he's got to basically build from the ground up a team to work with him. Yeah, that that's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's it's crazy. Yeah,
2: I I, I think what's uh, great about this game is that you know it has all the motivational stuff about you know being from a underrepresented area in gaming that you know kind of breaks the sort of European mold of how these games usually take. From their setting, but also it's just that the game just looks and sounds really, really good. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, and, yes, and I feel like a lot of times when like people are pushing these pa- these uh passion projects, there's like always this like caveat from um, people outside of that community. Like, well, but is it gonna be is is it gonna look as professional as you know right. my uh, Call of Duties or like whatever? Right. And this game looks top tier. It's very smooth, and actually the uh, combo system, it reminds me a lot of another kind of brawler game called uh, Foul Play, which I played quite a bit of with the uh, combos and uh, things like that. I mean, this game, it just looks really good, and on top of that, you you know, like it uses like the African lore, and you know, they've gotten quite a bit of attention, uh, you know, so yeah, I would definitely head to their Kickstarter and uh help them out because yeah it's this looks like it's going to be a good one
0: yeah i'm not, i'm not one to usually beg people and tell people to go spend their money really quickly go spend your money on orion really,
1: really quickly <laughs> spend it <laughs> really don't think quickly. about it
0: just 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 do it yeah. don't think yeah. about it don't overthink it uh yeah. know that it's going to really dope devs who are absolutely uh, changing how we should be thinking about games and making the space again better for all of us, so again uh check out the Kickstarter uh shout them out on twitter uh we'll have their t- uh Twitter names and stuff in the show notes. Um, and again, to Madiba, uh thank you, brother, for for being on with us, and thank you for inspiring us. And you you have definitely lit a fire under my ass. <laughs> I can no longer be lazy about doing certain things when you are going through what you're going through to make this amazing right. Right. and wonderful and st- game. And still
1: making still making it happen. Um, what we're gonna make happen right now is uh, some dope music, and uh, I'm introing it. So you know, I selected it, which means it's fire. So uh, we're going to we're going to listen to it. I got a fire in right? your ass. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh so yeah, check it out. Um enjoy. Do you love me enough to not always be
2: right? Always right. Do I love you enough to admit when I'm wrong? When oh.
1: So if we love each other,
2: let's open up our eyes yeah. And let the bush slide They say a kiss is not a contract And sin is not skin contact We've gone beyond that And every failure it's another step Around every corner another net Lost we often get Caught by Cupid's bow But we don't listen So we'll never know If love goes missing In a single breath As our lives can Left our reflection like the right hand In a pool of shallow words that were torn apart Like the world was when I lived with a lonely heart With the verb love, like a grain of salt On the tip of my tongue, I know it's my fault And failure often blooms our insecurities And love like the flower of the seed. Our pride won't devour our greed But our love will Kinda wish I was in love still Do you love me enough to not always be right? Always right Do I love you enough to Welcome back to
1: episode 81 of the Spawn on Me podcast. I hope you enjoyed that music break. Of course you did. Um, That's because I I brought it it to you. That is, uh, those were the rumblings of Slack of the Beat Child. And the song was called Miscommunication.
0: Um, That sounds like a Raven Simone-esque name.
1: Slack of the (laughs) Beat (laughs) Child. I'm (laughs) not hiring that person. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. it's just not happening <laughs> it's uh
0: you cannot work in Bracago if you have a ghetto side to name yeah it only I makes can't sense. stand that woman she's uh, terrible I will uh, shred your resume in a second
1: she's a terrible human being anyway if you haven't uh, seen
0: what that story is then you need to check that out because that's crazy ridiculous <laughs> anyway continue. To see.
1: so it was it's off the it's off the album Soul Movement too. Um, uh, check check it out and uh, big big shout out to our homeboy Macedonia from the B Sots uh, podcast. If you guys haven't listened to B Sots, I know we've talked about it before, but if you haven't checked out B check out B Sots. B Sots is seriously one of my favorite shows. Every time he doesn't come out that often but every time it comes out, it's, it's special. B-Sats is dope. Macedonia is dope. Um, yeah. Mad love to B-Sats and Macedonia. Yeah, Cause yeah, again, yeah.
0: they have one of the dopest shows on the planet. It so. is,
1: it's, it's really, it's really a fire show. So, um, uh, yeah. So thanks a lot, brother, for the inspiration. Um, thanks. Thanks for, for, uh, for this record right here, man. Uh, slack of the beat child miscommunication. Dope. um, Also dope is the humility of the guy now running uh, the Xbox division from Microsoft, Mr. Phil Spencer. He's a gangster, Xbox P3. Um, He came out recently and basically said, we're losing, you you know, let's face facts. We're losing the PS4. I'm not even sure if we're going to be able to catch up because we you know we really we screwed the pooch when it, when it came to when it came to uh, our initial our initial initial talking points and communication when we when we launched the Xbox 1 and we lost a, a lot of the uh, goodwill that we had fostered over seven or eight years with with the consumer base with the Xbox 360 and we took that for granted and as a result, we got our asses handed to us, and I don't know if we're going to be able to catch up. Yeah, um, it's uh,
0: it's yeah. it was a really revealing interview actually, and it was good on a bunch of different points. It was one because we see that Phil has been very contrite. He's been uh, kind of he has been doing what Obama has been doing to Bush. Basically, he's been like <laughs> cl- he's been like clean he's been like cleaning up everyone else's mess. The Obama. Bill, right, right. <laughs> Phil, Phil Obama. Obama. <laughs> yeah, I, man, listen. Anyway. Uh, Hashtag Phil Obama. Phil Obama. Um He he's he's basically cleaning up everybody else's mess that like kind of ruined the Xbox One launch. And we see, you know, he's he's talking about in this interview about how, you know, people are going into GameStops. What how long has it been out now? How long has the, the Xbox One uh, been almost out? Almost two years. Three? Almost almost,
1: almost two years. Almost no, two years. years.
0: And talking about how when people are going into GameStops to buy their console, that people are still like, Hey, I hear your console doesn't play used games. Right. Which right. got debunked a long, long time right. ago. Right.
1: And well, and I mean it never came out
0: and not played used games. Right. So so it's like a kind of a telling a telling thing about messaging, talking about just how Uh, we think of ourselves as uh, the informed uh, version of the gaming populace, which we are because we're like deeply entrenched in it, but also kind of definitely tells you that not everyone is in that role. So the the kind of moms and pops who are buying systems for their kids, uh, they're not getting all that information. So that means you have to get your messaging right on the first try. Uh, So it's nice. It's good to see that he's kind of coming around and, and, and understanding where their place is, but also, uh kind of being real about everything that's happening reef what do, what do you think about i
2: that? i kind of don't understand the point of him saying this really because number one um you know can xbox still be successful without overtaking the you know sony's lead i would think so i yeah. uh, i mean like i don't know i i feel like i feel like i don't know i would just be focusing more on the the positives of microsoft than talking about how behind you are to sony um i mean i kind of i personally think i'm surprised that microsoft is doing well at all not because they don't have a good console but because i've never seen you talk about the core of your system and have that change in a year and a half like not only the digital stuff but like connect like mm-hmm. it it is it is i they've just abandoned whatever plan they had and now they're like right. all right we're, we're just going to you know just not do anything that we you know said was the core of our message
0: well let me let me hit that really quick cuz i'm glad you said that and let me let me read a quote of what he said in the interview he said we um Spencer's felt they they fundamentally lost the trust of their most loyal customers around the time of the launch. They said whether it was always on, used games, whatever the feature was, we lost the trust in them that that they were the center of our decision-making process. So that he's definitely he's agreeing with exactly what you said, Reef. So good on yeah. you, good on you for being in the, in the inside of the Microsoft ad <laughs> Right. You're in the you're
1: in the brain trust, you're in the circle of uh
2: yeah, but, but but like I think that the conversation gets a little muddy because by little customers, are we talking about us, like the people that are in the gaming community that reads right. forums and knows stuff, or are we talking about the people that just saw the mainstream stuff from E3 two it, years it's, ago, it's, and that's it's, it's, the last thing they heard about? Uh,
1: right. It's, it's, definitely it's definitely the latter, not, not the former.
2: Yeah, because um, I... Yeah. Yeah. The, that's what I would think because that's the majority of the customers, right? Right, like right, pe- exactly. People that are exactly. not, yeah. you know, knee deep in the industry, um, you know, and yeah, I just, I, 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 I'm literally surprised at Microsoft that Xbox is not like doing horribly.
1: Well, I, I will say, I will say this: um, that for, first and foremost, this the Xbox One is doing r- remarkably well uh both the both the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox 1 are outpacing the 360 and PS3 respectively by you know large mar- margins by 25 30% um even in terms of console sales so both of them are doing spectacularly well the difference is that the PS4 is still outselling the Xbox 1 and the problem had the the problem was that the initial you know the the initial conversation, the initial price point, everything about the way that Microsoft set up their uh, their launch you know their launch conversation was was lined with hubris it was you know it was lined with with them believing uh, you know much like Sony did the generation bef- before before. Uh, That because everyone bought their console it didn't matter as long as they were putting out a great console it didn't matter what they said or didn't matter where they priced it people were going to buy it and and they you know and they wound up they wound up shooting themselves in the foot you know because of that and uh, you know as a result they they've sold less than Sony has but they still sold more than they've ever had before. Uh, and, you know, the, the thing that I think was good about what Phil Spencer was doing was that he was being very frank about it. And, and you know, part of part of the way that you change the conversation about your console is by being contrite. And, you know, you've got to work doubly hard to change the initial message from, you know, oh, we you know, we don't really care about you guys and we're shitty to we do care about you guys and we're not as shitty as you thought, as we as you thought we were initially. Is you've got to make you've got to do these types of interviews. You've got to be um, accessible so that people can ask the top the the tough questions, and you can say, yeah, you know, we messed up and we did that kind of stuff. But have have a chance now to talk about their lineup. And I was you know I was thinking about their lineup. Uh, I think it's. Unquestionable in terms of exclusives that the Xbox One has the best lineup, you know, out of the out of the two consoles. You know, Wii U aside, you know, Wii U's first party, you know, you're not going to get anything better than that. Nintendo makes the best first party games, but if you look at the exclusive lineup of games on on the Xbox One, the, just this calendar year, it's it far exceeds what you've got on 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 the PlayStation four. Um, and, and, you know, and they've got a great service to go on top of that is there's, uh, there are a lot of things that uh, Microsoft can hang their hat on. The Xbox can hang their hat on. And, it, and what they need to do is they need their head honcho to come out and say things, uh, you know, say, Hey, we sucked, but we've got awesome shit. Check it out. da da We've got these awesome bundles. Check them out. You know, um, if you if you don't have an Xbox one yet, you can get a um, now that the PS4 has has also dropped in price to three fifty for three fifty. You can get a one terabyte Xbox one with Gears of War, Ultimate Edition, Rare Replay and Ori and the Blind Forest for three fifty with a one terabyte hard drive. I mean, that's amazing
2: that's amazing yeah i i mean i mean microsoft has amazing stuff which is why if i was in this company or if i was like a big fan of this company i wouldn't want my chief being like oh well we're we're never gonna catch up to them um but we got this other stuff i don't know i just don't think it's a good message for a for the head of a group to really be focusing on being behind the competition that much like just focus on what you're gonna do and let the chips fall where they are so i think that's just a difference in how i
0: sure i think i think the interesting part of that is multi-layered again and i think the interesting thing is like if phil comes out and says hey in a realistic sounding tone which he did during the interview because he was asked a question that was that was one in which he had to be kind of honest about it right it wasn't like he randomly came out and was like Yo, <laughs> like he came out at the beginning of the thing he's was like, like "Yo, we no ask fuck? it yeah, we fucked, huh? <laughs> yo, we, yo I, I'm about to lose. Right. I'm about to lose this race.
1: Game over, man. Game, Game over. over.
0: Right. So it's like, so he he got asked the he was asked the question and and he came out with a with a real uh, honest answer. I think the beauty of what Phil is doing is he's setting the bar low for expectations. Right. So if they right. do come back, um, then it'll look like a better kind of story. The interesting mm-hmm. part about this as well is. He has to be a he has to kind of uh save face for the country uh, not for the country for the company because still Obama, Obama. cuz he's right. still Obama <laughs> I said uh <laughs> is we are in a different kind of space too right where it's like we saw in the in the past generation where uh Sony had uh they had time basically to come back from their initial hubris of like yeah. hey you're going to have to work two jobs to buy the $600 console <laughs> right you know so they had right. they had an actual a length of of what 10 years to kind of make it make it up i think we have a a much different space now where phil knows that it's going to be a truncated time right so you may have 7 years or 5 years before either consoles are done or we move, start moving to the next console generation already or you know whatever whatever the future may, may bring but it's a different kind of space that we're in thirdly i think if he if he didn't do this now it doesn't bode well for whatever's going to happen in their next lineup because i honestly i have both systems but i hardly ever think about turning my xbox one on i think i think about turning my xbox one on more to see what the u- new ui looks like than actually play games on it mm-hmm. which is not a great not a great recommendation for your console um so i i i, I think it, i think it was a good move in right. the respect but, of like all those things go ahead see.
1: Uh, yeah i was just gonna say uh, you know i understand that and i like i i completely understand that 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 uh ration you know that the uh, train of thought um from me from you But you're missing out on some of the best experiences in in gaming by doing that. When Um, this this year, where? So, like I said, Ori and the Blind Forest is still one of the best games I played this year. Sure. Uh, Scream Ride is a fantastic. You know, it's it's whatever. But you just pull Scream
0: Ride out of your ass. I did. I did. Scream
1: Scream Ride is a lot of fun. If you haven't played Scream Ride, uh, see what I wish what I wish they would do is either add a demo or um, add share play, um, some type of share play thing so that, so that people could actually play this. Cause you know, like, yeah,
0: it has a demo ride has a yeah,
1: demo. Yeah. The screen ride does have a demo. So guys, you know, download screen, download the screen ride demo. It's a lot of fun. It's really a lot of fun. Um, you know, gears, if you played gears, if you love gears, check it out, you know, whatever. Um, Rare replay, is fantastic 30 games for 30 bucks uh, and you know which it's 30 games for 30 bucks 15 of them are really really great games from your childhood Mm -hmm. the other 15 are you know some like five of them are some decent games from your childhood and the other 10 are are just games that filled it out but you know 66 percent of that is is super good and you definitely it's a great value um, Forza Six. If you're into driving games, it it doesn't get any better than Forza, um, and Forza Six is the best one yet. It's you know it's the best racing game ever made. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, so just just if you go down the line, you got you know Halo coming out at the end of uh, at the end of this month. You've got uh, um, Tomb Raider, which is gonna gonna be exclusive and published by Microsoft this year. Um, so if you just had to, if you looked at the console and said, you know, where could, where, where does, are the best games that I can only play on one system? Where are they between Sony and, and Xbox? It's hands down Xbox. I think, I mean, I, you know, really,
0: I, I, I think it's not even close. I'll, I'll say this really quickly before we pivot is you just ran down a bunch of games that Yes. If you are those games, when you rifle them off, I didn't hear anything besides Ori that made me kind of uh, kind of perk up and say, "Ooh, I need to play that. Like Halo is going to be Halo and it's okay. I've seen it. I have played it. It's all right so far. Next
2: gen Halo, though,
0: man. It's okay. It's not I haven't seen anything in that in that game that I've played so far that made me super excited where I was like, oh, shit. Halo is back, and or I'm gonna care about the story, and or etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I haven't seen anything or played anything that made me super excited for it in ways that other games haven't already. Um, and and some of the other games, sure, some of them are timed exclusives. Like uh, the Tomb Raider is gonna be a timed exclusive.
1: Right.
0: It'll come out on on PlayStation at some point, and maybe I'll get it there instead. Um, but but again, it's like. In the context of what we're talking about here, mm-hmm. I still don't know if Phil and the, and the rest of that crew have made the case for their system yet. Besides besides doing the mea culpa of saying we will have stuff. Besides saying we will have stuff, like Quantum Break fell off my radar really hard because Quantum Break is something I was super excited for. It doesn't look that great either. I'm more, I'm more excited uh, you know, about people, this.
1: A lot of people are excited about that.
0: I'm more excited about the fact that they are telling you to sit your ass in front of a TV and watch cutscenes <laughs> for, for 20 minutes for 20 minutes than I end <laughs> the actual game. So right. that's not that's not kind of that's not awesome either. So and, and honestly, you know what the the biggest thing that Xbox has right now that is kind of uh, pushing them out out of the gate a little bit better than anybody else is EA Access. To yeah. be honest, yeah, <laughs> EA Access is yeah. next cool. one. EA Access is something that I wish was on PlayStation and it's not. So. Right. Um so we're going to we're going to move on we're going to move on and, to the things. I will,
1: I will also say before before we move you know and and you know I I'm don, donning my uh, emerald cap right now as I say all this stuff. I think next year's lineup is is superior to Sony's as well. Um you know Sony has uncharted and a couple of other games but uh yeah I mean if you look at if you look at uh Quantum Break cuphead um, uh, scalebound uh, who knows what fable legends is is really going to turn out to be i know what fable um, legends is going to turn out to be
0: right, right <laughs>
1: uh, crackdown actually uh fable legends just had a beta and it wasn't it it really wasn't that bad
0: um mm, yeah but you like hockey so i can't believe it <laughs> um no, I'm
1: just yeah but but i mean so the there the lineup for the, the lineup of exclusives on uh, on the Xbox one is is very, very impressive. And I would I would uh, challenge people to to go ahead and take a look at it and and really and really be, you know, objective about, oh OK, well, wait a minute, you know, there are these games on here and there are these game. you know, there are these games on this console. There are these games on this other console. And then there are games that I can play on both consoles, which one has the, the more compelling lineup. And obviously that's going to be a personal choice, but, I, but, but, but I, but I definitely think that in terms of, uh, diversity and breadth of games, um, that, that, uh, that the Xbox One is definitely leading the pack on on that one. That's um, a but, good question. But but, but, but I want to I want to know what Bracago thinks. Definitely,
0: yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Thank you. See, look at that. We're like yes, we're like the, yeah, the simpatico. The, so, is that what you call it?
2: Yeah, that was disgustingly in sync.
0: That was yeah. like, oh my god, <laughs> Backstreet's back, all right. Right. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. All so right. Please, please, we definitely want to hear what you have to say in Bracago. Yeah. So let us know what you think about one. What uh, Phil said. Two, do you think that Microsoft can catch up uh, to Sony this generation? And three, what Xbox games are you looking forward to in the next couple of months and year? Well, what what exclusive games are you looking
1: uh, towards? You know, forward to in the, in the next in the next years on, on on both consoles and even even Nintendo. Let's put it that way. Even Nintendo, um, because we you know like we don't give them the love that they deserve. Um, because we you know they're really not in this race in the in the same way um they're like in the the high occupancy vehicle lane they're not on the regular highway um but but i mean they've got great exclusives so, yeah, so, I,
2: yeah i i will say that i'm more excited for their holiday lineup than than anyone right, right now right right
0: yeah so uh we know that we have been talking about uh, having more involvement from the community. So we have ways that you can reach out to us. Please, we want you to use them uh, because we want to hear your voices. Please use our speak pipe. Yeah, uh, We'll give that at the end of the show. Uh, and also email us at spawnonmepodcast at gmail.com. I remembered it. Yay. Yay. Yeah, I remembered it. So, so write us and use the speak pipe because what we want to do is play those during the show. Yeah, that'd so, be dope. Yeah, we want to use it. We, we've been asking folks to kind of uh, contribute, so please do that. Um,
1: Plus, it's always great to
0: get a shout out. So It's always we, dope to we, get we shout out. We want to shout you out. We want to shout out Burkoguans. Shout it out. So shout we've been playing out. a lot of stuff this week, uh, which kind of breaks down not really to a lot of stuff, but basically <laughs> two games. <laughs> right. A lot of these two games. Yeah, a lot of these two games. So a lot of Destiny and a lot of Star Wars. Bam, 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 Star Wars Battlefront uh, opened up its closed beta and its open beta this week, uh, and we have been playing the shit out of it. So Cicero, yes, Ciceroington, yes. What do you feel about the bam, 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 bam? Um, it's beautiful.
1: It, it really is. I, I I downloaded the open beta. On, uh by the time you guys listen to it, it will be over. I think it ends on the like fourteenth or something um I forget what day it is but anyway um it's an open beta uh I've downloaded it on both the uh xbox one and the p s four um I'm primarily obviously playing on the xbox one um but uh beautiful game really looks looks nice. Um, I'm glad that they're testing it out. They want to make sure that everything is, is working correctly. Uh, but, you know, it's, it's when you initially launch it, it feels like Battlefield. It feels like third-person Battlefield um, in terms of the way that the, the movements. You can definitely tell that, that DICE, is, DICE is, is the one that's building the game. But the engine has been improved. Frostbite, you know, the new version of Frostbite looks really nice. Um, And then, you know, and then you're adding Star Wars elements to it. So, like, it's awesome. It sounds great. Looks great. It plays great. It's responsive. Um, I like it. Reef, what about you?
2: I really appreciate, um, and I tweeted about this, is it has kind of an arcadey feel to it. Like, mm-hmm. in terms of the shooting, like, like you kind of don't really have to aim your sights, really. Like, everything has super far length. So, I like how they kind of took this world and they didn't try to make it into, like, a Call of Duty weapon kind of mechanic. Where, like, you have, like, your different ranges, and you gotta eat forward. Um, don't get me wrong, I mean, there's definitely, like, sniper-type things that you can shoot from farther. But, in general, you just shoot and you can hit someone from pretty much wherever they are, I mean, like, there's no reloading, like, all that kind of stuff, so I really feel like, you know, that, plus, like, sort of, the controls are a little floaty, um, which I usually don't like in games, but I feel like, you know, in Star Wars, it just feels kind of mystical, and it feels like you're kind of, like, you know, like, floating, what kind of, like, you know, like, it, it fits with the theme of the game, and I think that, it was a great choice because I was a little worried that, you know, that it would be too battlefieldish, mm-hmm. Um, in that it would essentially feel like a skin. Um, right, right, but, right. but like, I feel like they really did alter that engine enough um, to, to, to uh, make it stand out on their uh, own. It feels a lot different than say like a, like a battlefield hard line. Right. Right. Um, right. And uh, you know, the other thing besides the uh, visuals that um that, uh, that uh, Cicero mentioned is the sound design in this game is so good. Play this game with headphones yeah. on play this game with headphones on you hear all kind of stuff it's it's like positional it's like above you it's to the left it's to the right like like I definitely want a campaign but even this game it feels kind of like a game. Camp- like it feels kind of like a, a, a big public event inside of a campaign. Um, so I feel like if all of their modes and their levels feel like these like kind of mission based things, and I feel like they can kind of get away with not having
0: a full out campaign. Yeah. The crazy thing. Okay, a couple of things because now I have to. Now I have to say sorry. God damn it. I, ah, you rat bastard! Fuck! I don't want to apologize for this shit. God damn it! <laughs> so first of all, big sorry's to everyone out in the world who likes Star Wars, who likes <laughs> the whole thing. Pimp, 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 pimp! Yeah, you, pew, all pew. you who like all the peers. I really love this game. (laughs) I hate the fact that I love it. I hate it. I hate the fact that I like it so much because I'm such a notorious Star Wars hater and don't care about Star Wars and fuck Star Wars. But I really love this game. (laughs) This game is going to be dope. Like, I'm going to buy this game, and I don't know why. But actually, I do know why. The funny thing is, I remember when I used to watch or when I watched the actual movies, the Empire Strikes Back and the first Star Wars, and didn't really have the fandom afterward but seeing the wipe there's the transitional wipe after you die and it, and it looks just like how it did in the movies and I was like oh shit that looks dope like they got it right and that was the that's like the thing that when you come away from playing this game you're like they got it all right so far so like Dice, so, like, the whole rigmarole of when they had that big uh, reveal and they talk, and they brought up the folks from, from DICE onto the stage and they were like, we've been working with LucasArts and everybody and, like, scanning all the, the material and, like, using all the stuff that we found so that we can make a really authentic Star Wars game. They've nailed, so far, most of, like, everything that you possibly want. Like, the gun sounds great. Right. The 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 first time you run up on someone and then shoot them with your raz- with your laser pistol and it makes the noise you get giddy it's right. a weird feeling yeah. of like <laughs> like you feel super excited <laughs> at the fact that you just made that noise right. and the fact that like you got to shoot somebody with a laser pistol but the secondary part is uh you said something about Mystical, and the first thing I thought of was, like, that would be a dope hero to be in the game with Mystical. Mystical! <laughs> <laughs> Third it's of not- all, because imagine him with a lightsaber screaming, watch yourself right. running at you. <laughs> oh, man, that would be crazy. <laughs> that would be dope. Third of all, when a hero comes into the, to, to view and you have to fight Darth Vader. It's or Luke, so dope. It is so dope because you get scared. Yeah. You're like, oh shit, I have nothing to fight this dude with. And then he's like blocking your shots with a lightsaber and fucking you up. It is one of the best because I was that was the thing that I was really worried about actually was how was the hero play going to change the the battlefield and also like mess around with the game mechanics because it's it feels like an insta win. And and, and it doesn't the, the problem I have with it right now is you don't earn it. You just roll. You just like pick it up. Which I don't like. I feel like that should be something that you should be able to is less of a pickup and more of a thing that you earn like a a, a kill streak or something to that effect. Uh, it, but the what what do you actually that's a good question. What do you guys think about the hero roles? Uh, what do you think about the pickup system? Um, I found the kind of flight stuff was a little bit wonky yeah uh, so was, far yeah it was
2: really confusing reef
0: what are, what are, what are your thoughts on 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 those things
2: i mean uh I think that the hero system um is kind of i wasn't sure exactly how it would work i mean I know that it's like sort of a random thing i had to sort of i had to read to find out how to do it um mm-hmm. which i feel like is a bit of a failure i mean I know it's a beta i get it right um but given that that they give you a pop up to tell you sort of what the game what the board is and and like all that stuff i feel like in this kind of uh you know era of games you kind of have to at least tell you how to do it did like you guys kind of figure out how to spawn as the heroes like without kind of reading about it I, I i still, I still haven't have I, didn't, I didn't know you can spawn as i thought it was a power up it's well so like uh you you have to pick up these like uh, coins, kind of, right? Right, right. Um, right. And then you get kind of like these like uh, random things, and then you can activate it, and then you might be able to spawn as a, as a hero. Oh, okay. So it's not it's not like a like a kill streak re- reward. No, it's it's random.
0: Because I saw I saw the well, the thing I noticed was when you go and pick up these kind of transparent. Um, uh, yeah. They like transparent like up blue things, nodes that that pop up around the map, and you go pick one up. And usually, they give you a visual kind of indicator. Like there was one that was in the shape of an X-wing. So I was like, "Oh, that might be an X-wing power-up where I get to do something with that." I, I it, it just don't def they just don't define what the the ones are from far away enough that you can determine what it is. And I guess that's good because then everyone will kind of run towards the one thing that they all want. Um, but it but the, and I guess, I guess that's going to be one of the things that through gameplay, you'll just remember at that point, right? You're like, Oh, this, this object looks like that. That's the hero one. Unless it like moves around the map and is random, which I think it would have to be at this point. Uh, I would hope so. Cause if not, then it turns into halo again where everyone's running for the rocket launcher right in the middle of the map. Yeah,
2: ex- exactly. And like, that's what I'm a little worried about. Um, cause like you can't really see them until you're kind of close to them.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, which I think is good. Um, but and as long as they keep them kinda random, as long as they keep those spawns kinda random, because yeah, it's gonna turn into people just camping those spots if they don't. Um and like if like people figure out like timers and things like that, then it's gonna be like freaking quake. Yeah. <laughs> where, where like you're like, Oh, I gotta run to the rocket. Right, right. Did
0: either one of you get the chance to use one of the heroes? I didn't No. No. Okay. I got to use I got to use Vader once. Oh, okay. And was sad that I didn't know how to do the force choke. Because I was like, I I just, because I was running and I was so, I was so hyped that I got to be Vader that I didn't know what to do. So I looked like a Muppet, just like my, my arms were flailing and shit. And I didn't know what to actually do with him. I didn't know how to block lasers, laser shots or any of that stuff. So I just ran at people full speed and tried to shoot them and tried to stab them. (laughs) <laughs> I, I did see a video
2: of uh, somebody playing as Luke Skywalker and getting stomped by the AT-AT. No, <laughs> like, no, getting
0: stepped on and killed. That's uh, amazing. Can we, can we talk about that really quickly? Is the size and scale of everything?
2: Yes, like, it's
0: incredible. Amazing yeah. is that? Yeah,
2: it is incredible. And and um, y- y- you know, I'm I'm mainly a, a a PC gamer for my first person shooters. But I played this on both the p s four and the p c and both feel they both have that kind of scale and immersive feel um I was very surprised at how comfortable I felt with the console version um of this game um even though you you know i mean the resolution is lower on the on the console which is a little annoying but oh bl- bless you um thank you but um but um yeah it's it's like uh console version is really really immersive and i was very impressed Um,
0: the one thing i'm hoping that they kind of work around and i hope that a lot of people the 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 cool things that i I really appreciated about the beta so far is that they have their kind of in-game um what's that i I heard somebody say something what was that uh no go ahead oh oh the their in-game kind of feedback system which i thought was really smart Uh, which basically gives you after, I guess, a certain amount of matches or something to that effect. It's like, hey, what were the things that you liked about this game? And it was like, uh, it felt true to the Star Wars lore, or it felt like the game was really fun, or the pickups were were interesting and different. Um, That was really smart. The one thing I really do hope that they kind of work and fix is the UI for your party system. Like, the icons are super, super small, and it just uses the, like, uh, icon of your people on your on your friends list. So you have to scroll through it and kind of like, uh, is that Jack and Daxter, or is that a uh something or other? I don't know what that is. Is that me? Is that him? Um that is kind of interesting. Oh, the 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 buddy system is kind of cool. Right? The buddy yeah. system was kind of Yeah, kinda that's
1: dope. that's something that they brought uh they borrowed from Medal of Honor.
0: Is it really? Yeah.
1: Um So they uh, Medal of Honor had the the last one that they they tried to pull out roll out that didn't really sell well, Um, but it had uh, as opposed to a squad. I think they actually called it a fire team where Mm -hmm. it was instead of like your squad was five or six people, but the fire team was two or three and and you could you know, you can hop with your buddy um, with the fire team. Uh, all the time.
2: Yeah, it's it's an inter- it's an interesting choice for sure. I mean, because for me, I'd rather they just jack the squad idea from Battlefield and just
0: implement it the exact same way. <laughs> right. um, but you know, it was less the actual like being able to spawn on someone that I thought was interesting. It was the fact that you could basically copy their loadout. Lo- their loadout, yeah, that was dope. That, that I thought was, was really cool because then if you, I don't know if it works if you don't have the things unlocked. It does. It does. So that's cool. So like you can only for that life for that life. Okay. So you can basically test out stuff ahead of time by using your buddy's loadout and say, oh, okay, I really like that thing. Let me, let me use that for whenever I get a chance to unlock it. So I'm excited for, I'm really excited for this game. I'm, I'm, Mad that I'm excited for a Star Wars game, and I hate the internet for making me like it, and the game for it. Damn you, EA, for making me like this game.
2: I think the force has awakened
0: within you. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, I just want I to see sc- what you. Oh, did I just there. want to go in the shower now and just scrub. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel gross now. I just feel gross. Ew. Um,
1: you know, so I. The only thing I want to say to people is, um if you play these games and it's important, it's important to remember that they're betas. Um, So, you know, obviously this isn't necessarily reflective of what the final product is going to be good or bad. Um, But, but if you're playing the beta, try to remember that the reason that betas exist is to help the, the developer of whatever the program is, test out the program and they need feedback from the community. That part. That's that's part number one. Part number two is, uh, remember, guys, if you're having fun with it, too much of a too much of a good thing is bad, mm. and don't don't overplay the beta, because when the game releases, you're not. It's not going to be new anymore. It's not going to be new. It's not going to be fun. You probably won't play it as much. It won't have the tail. That you wanted to have. And you know I learned that lesson the hard way. Evolve. Uh, Titanfall. Um, these were all games that I was really excited about. When the betas released. And then purchased those games. And, and didn't play them nearly as much as I would have. Had I not had. Multiple you know. Dozens of hours. at you know at, Especially in the case of Titanfall. Uh, dozens of hours of play time. With the beta and and you know it's so I just want to caution people from playing a snippet too much because it's it's too much fun
0: something that we have too much of is our show this week so we're about to shut it down (laughs) oh oh before
1: before we shut it down um the other thing that that I've been playing has been the new Xbox experience oh okay yeah and uh it's it's really cool again it's a beta um you know i got it it's it's part of the preview program uh it is very fast it is very snappy the ui is really great um you can uh snap snap stuff on either side of your of your screen i don't know if that's something that will stick around um but it's it's cool right now uh and Lots of features really work work really well. Some features don't work so well. Uh, you can't uh, use Connect to bring up your friends list anymore, uh, which is kind of weird, but it's super fast to get to your friends and your party apps and all that other stuff using the controller now. Um, again, it's snappy, it's really, really fast, but it is it has been crashing my Xbox um, certain games it doesn't play nice with, uh, specifically uh, one called Destiny. So there have been plenty of times when I was in a party and I just got booted from a party, didn't with no notification. Um, oh wow! And and then like I'm playing the game, and um, a few times it like I tried to go back to the dashboard and it bugged out, and to the point where it crashed my Xbox and and shut it off.
0: Xbox down.
1: Right. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So. And, you know, it just it would just shut off and I would have to turn it back on and, and get it get it working again. Yeah. Let um, us
0: know, Ricardo, if you are in the preview program, we want right. to know what your experiences are, too. Yeah. So yeah. Please shout, shout at us for that stuff. Um, really quickly, before we boogie up out of here, uh, I was uh, forgot to mention uh, for Orion that their Kickstarter is ending on the 20th of this month. Um, So please, by the time this show goes out next week, you will have about nine days or so less than that um, to actually you will have a week to basically go out and back it. So, again, it'll be uh, uh, ending on the 20th. So please, again, go and support them. Uh, See if you can bust out the sodium (laughs) soda, the soda media business, The, the sodiums, the sodium business. If you can break out the pop. I'm, um, I'm busting out the
1: sneezing business right now.
0: Yeah, um, you are. You're congested, man, yeah,
1: dude. Yeah, exactly. All of a sudden, it just happened. Uh, anyway, social media business is as follows. Uh, you want to find Sharif Jackson on all social media outlets at Sharif Jackson. You want to also download his show, Operation Cubicle, that he does every Tuesday with uh, the one and only sniffle Snifflebot uh, <laughs> with J.P. Fairfield. Uh, check that. Check that show out. Um, and uh, check out gaming looks good. Check out science looks good. All that jazz. Uh, check us out on Twitter at Kajakins uh, and at Stubby Stan. I almost forgot my own Twitter handle. Um, check out the show at Spawn on Me. Check out ESN at ESN. Um, and uh, go to ESN.fm/Spawn on Me for our shows. Go to iTunes and uh, Player FM. And all the other places that you get your podcasts, rate, subscribe, uh, review it, tell your friends, do all that stuff. Uh, find us on SpeakPipe, leave us questions on SpeakPipe, speakpipe.com slash me. Go to our website, me and uh, use the contact link right there and ask us questions from there. Um, and uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash me.
0: Lastly, uh, I want to... Well, two things really quickly. One, Cody, uh, thank you so much for sending us emails every week. And Word. we love you for that because yes. uh, you are really, really dope. So if you're out be there Be like Cody. Yeah, Cody, you are super dope. I will answer them uh, soon. Uh, I will definitely get to them. Do not I do not believe that I am uh, not paying attention. So I want to give you a, a major shout out. And next week, we will be recording a very, 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 very dope show with... Someone that you may have heard before on our show. Someone named uh, Adam Sessler. So... Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> you should be checking checking out uh, the show next week uh, so if you have questions for him send those to SpeakPipe and things as well and to all our social media things so uh, we'll have a really dope amazing show with him next week and until then uh, thank you Bricago for listening to us this week and every week uh, we love you all uh, we're going to have a community game night of probably Destiny sometime next week uh, so if you're on PS4 add us there uh, and we will say peace <laughs>